I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. And if you're in no contact, focused on personal growth, my workbook series, The Knowledge, will help you make changes like you've never made before. Available now at AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. And I'm Coach Victoria. And today we're gonna to be talking about how to get your ex back using strength. Mm -hmm. You know, when someone breaks up with you, it often sends you into an emotional spiral. Mm -hmm. You just are completely overwhelmed with anxiety at levels you've never experienced before. Yeah. Your whole body is just overwhelmed with fear, you're sick to your stomach, you can't stop obsessing about the person, and it's like your body's been hijacked. Yeah, it does feel like that. And so today we're gonna talk about how you gotta have emotional strength during a breakup to really turn it around. You want to behave in attractive ways in order for your ex to see you as a strong person and not just a bowl full of jelly, which is how you probably looked right after the breakup. Exactly. So I want to start out by talking about what emotional strength in a relationship is. Mm -hmm. So many people might have the idea that emotional strength is being stoic and not crying or not being easily overwhelmed by emotion. This idea that you're an unfazed rock. Yeah. This is emotional avoidance many times if you don't allow yourself to feel those feelings of sadness that do naturally come up. Yeah. And there's also a gender expectations in this as well. I feel men are more encouraged to have this strong demeanor, this demeanor of being unfazed, where if you cry, then you're seen as weak. Um, and you're seen as a little boy instead of a man. Yeah. And this is also reflective of the suicide rates within men. Um, just this disconnection with their own emotions and just the struggle with dealing with negative emotions and talking openly about it. So in a relationship, it's healthy to be vulnerable with your partner and to show your emotions and your sadness when you are feeling those things. Yeah, your partner's gonna wanna see that you can express yourself in a healthy way. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They don't wanna see that you've lost a close family member and you don't seem to care, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Or some major event happens and you just don't seem to be moved by it because it just makes you look like you're disconnected or maybe you just don't have any feelings when we all do. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's important to understand that after a breakup, we're not wanting you to really go to your ex and express all of these things mm -hmm. because at that point, They've kind of, they've made the decision to end the relationship. Mm -hmm. And so you want them to come back when they're ready and to talk about stuff. You don't want to go to them and reach out to them because, you know, you're going to look like you're weak in a mm -hmm. way that they're going to see you as weak. Like, oh mm -hmm. God, he's calling me for the fourth time today and I just don't want to talk to him yet. I'm not ready to talk about that mm -hmm. yet. And, you know, that's just going to make them feel guilty. They're going to feel bad about hurting you and they're going to kind of like pity you. 
Yeah. Right? You don't want them to pity you or because they're not going to be attracted to you if they're sitting there thinking, he's a mess, mm -hmm. he can't get by without me, or, mm -hmm. you know, she can't ever love again, she'll yeah. never find somebody else. Yeah. You know, you want to be able to show that despite being in a difficult situation mm -hmm. and maybe hurting, that you're not going to lose emotional self-control and let anxiety dictate your life and how you act. Right. And we're not saying that because you feel sad now after the breakup or because, you know, you are in a more vulnerable position emotionally that you are weak. We're just saying that there's a time and a place to show this emotional vulnerability yeah. and in front of your ex is not that time and place. So there is a distinction between this emotional strength and, you know, being able to be vulnerable and mm -hmm. seeing that as a strength. And then also this emotional self-control where you're able to manage those emotions well. Yeah. So this is not to suppress them or hide them. You do have that time outside of being in front of your ex. Um, and with your social supports to deal with that. But your ex is not in the headspace to soothe you yeah. or to be there for you as a support once they've decided to end the relationship. Yeah, you don't want to go there to look like I need support because I can't handle this without you. Exactly. It just is a turnoff for them. Right. And that being said, you don't want to beg or plead or convince your ex. So a big part of the reason why they're not in that headspace to support you is because now they've moved on from being in a relationship to being an individual again, to mm -hmm. having that autonomy, that freedom to do whatever it is that they would like. Yeah. That is something they likely yearned for for a while in the relationship. And you have to realize that and respect that. So that individuality will keep them from trying to comfort you or soothe you in this moment. Yeah, absolutely. You want to show them that at least from what they can tell, you're doing okay. Mm -hmm. Okay? But reaching out to them, trying to convince them, trying to manipulate them, stalking them, doesn't show them that. It shows them that they, in a way, made a right decision, mm -hmm. right? That they were with somebody who wasn't emotionally healthy or strong and uh, centered. Right. So when you decide to stop reaching out and you go into no contact, mm -hmm. it starts to give you the power back. Right. Because the dynamic shifts when they have said, I'm ending this relationship. I don't want to do this anymore. And they'll, sometimes they'll offer you friendship mm. or they'll say, but we could still talk mm. or whatever the dynamic they're trying to change it to. And if you're going along with what they say it's like saying, I'll tolerate whatever you're wanting because I'm not uh, going to stand up for what I want, mm. right? Mm -hmm. Like if you're in a romantic relationship and they change it to friendship, if you don't want it to just be friendship, then don't stay friends with them. You have to show them, no, I'm not willing to do that. If you don't want to work it out, I understand, mm -hmm. but... I can't do friendship. Exactly. You want to be firm in your boundaries as well and what you won't settle for. Mm -hmm. um, another thing is that you don't want to try to convince them. A lot of times, even in this friendship type of relationship, there is an unequal balance of power where they still have all of the, the say in the relationship and basically the entire relationship is on their terms. 
in order to win them back with that strength, you want to be able to say that I'm a worthy person in this relationship too. Mm. I have a say in what I would like and not that you deserve their affection or mm. attention, but just to be clear with your intentions with them. Mm. That being in a friendship and you know hearing about their life and being that support system without that romantic piece is not something that you're interested in if that's your case. Yeah. When you're begging and pleading someone and trying to change their mind, first of all, it's unattractive. Mm-hmm. On top of that, it looks like you aren't centered enough to take care of yourself. And I really believe that when you can display confidence, it's always attractive. Mm-hmm. And that means being able to handle whatever life throws at you. And so you want to kind of show that despite being hurt or in pain in a situation, I'm going to handle it. Despite losing a job mm-hmm. or a health issue, I'll handle it. Whatever life comes at you, because mm-hmm. there are always going to be challenges in life, that you can handle it. And so when you're showing them that I can handle this without you, I don't need you for emotional support, mm-hmm. that makes them realize wow, this person really is emotionally centered better than I thought they were. They, they're they not calling me anymore. They're not mm-hmm. trying to change my mind anymore. Did they move on? Mm. Are, are they over me? And it helps them get to that point during no contact. But you're also displaying that I'm going to handle this. Right. And there is confidence and there is strength in saying that I will be okay without you. It doesn't mean that you're not going to process those emotions. And many times suppressing those emotions can end up in them coming out in all sorts of weird ways, as Margaret would describe, Mm -hmm. where it takes a lot of energy to suppress all of that. Mm -hmm. And perhaps the moment that you do get in contact with your ex, you blow it just because you weren't able to have that emotional self-control because you didn't process those emotions however you needed to at that time. Um, So that is another thing to be aware of. But you do want to come across to your ex as if you can thrive in all situations. Um, And this is hard because you do not feel it after the breakup. After the breakup, you're probably at your lowest point for many of you. Um, So it can be very difficult to to try to pull yourself together um, to come up with this image for your ex. Um, But you have to remember that they ended the relationship with you. So they do not need to hear about all of your struggles and how difficult it is for you if your strategy is to get them back. Um, And the reason for that is you don't want them to feel guilty. You don't want them to have all those negative feelings associated with you. You want to show them, okay, here are the consequences of your decision. Now you have to live with them. Yeah. And so many different scenarios will come up Mm -hmm. after a breakup. If your ex starts seeing someone else, you don't want to look jealous of that other person Mm -hmm. because then it just makes you look less valuable to them. You know, if you hear a rumor or see something, you don't want to start berating them. Mm. I saw you on social media. I saw you on Instagram. Who is this person you're talking to? They don't have to tell you. If they're not in a committed relationship with you anymore, it's really not your business. I know it's hard to hear, but when you can come from the aspect of understanding that and changing your behavior, Mm -hmm. you're going to behave in a lot more attractive ways than if you're bothering them about where they're at or what they're doing Mm -hmm. or doing something that 
bothered you in the relationship and now you see them doing it now and you're saying, oh, I can't believe you're doing this thing. So I think the crux of this message is emotional self-control and emotional self-control around your ex, mm -hmm. especially. Um, and in messaging them, we firmly hold the belief that being in no contact and letting your ex come to you is the best strategy to get an ex back if that's what you're wanting. Another major point that I want to make uh, before the end of this video is your social support. So I want to be clear that we're not saying that just because you feel sad after the breakup that you're weak. We want you to have other people in your life that you can talk to, um, seek therapy if you can, if that's an option for you. There are many groups, even online support groups that you can talk to. I would be wary of taking advice from these forums or from other people. Yes, I don't talk about that, but let me just interject because it's right. very important that there are a lot of very hurt, angry mm. people in the forums yes. giving advice yeah. and they're upset about their ex hurting them, so they will almost encourage you to hurt your ex mm. or lash out at your ex mm -hmm. because they're really projecting how they're feeling about their situation. Right. So you have to be very careful about taking advice in those breakup forums. Right. I've seen a lot of mm -hmm. destructive messages. Yeah, but you do wanna make sure that you have some sort of outlet, a healthy outlet that you can express your emotions um, and make sure that that in itself can help you to prepare for if one day you do come face to face with your ex, that you will have that emotional strength to know when and where to show that vulnerability and how to handle yourself in front of your ex. The knowledge workbooks or the creative healing mm -hmm. course will teach you tons because it was really meant for everybody going through a breakup on how to better themselves, mm -hmm. regardless if you're trying to get an ex back or not. It's going to help you both ways. Mm -hmm. And just lastly, before we end here, I wanted to say that you want to make sure that when you do get your ex back, you get them back and keep them. And so this is why that work is so important that you do continue working on your childhood issues, seek therapy if that is an option for you and if you can do that. Of course, the knowledge workbook and the courses are great options for you as well. Um, but you want to make sure that that strength is not just to get them back, but that you have strength even throughout that relationship. Because they'll see right through it. Right. They're going to know if you've done the work or not. Mm -hmm. You may think you're going to fool them or you're going to do enough to get by, mm -hmm. but they're going to see right through it. And it won't be long before you go back to old patterns and it winds up in another breakup. Exactly. So just understand that your goal is to better yourself at this point. Mm -hmm. Not settle for less than what you want and not try to manipulate somebody to do something they don't wanna do. That is showing strength, that you're gonna be okay, that you're focused on going to get okay if you're not there yet, which is understandable, mm -hmm. but not using your ex to be your emotional support system, right. letting them go, and standing up for what you want, which is a relationship and mm -hmm. another chance to repair that relationship. And then showing that you're going to really commit to changing your life. And if you have another opportunity, you stick to that and you get them back and you show them. They'll see. They'll know the changes. Exactly. But, you know, all these things that we talked about, you know, the negative behaviors they're only gonna decrease the chances of being attracted to you again or feeling safe enough to give it another shot. Yeah. 
All right, so hopefully you found this video helpful. Of course, if you want to get our help personally, just go to my website, askcraig.net. I do email coaching and I do Skype. Of course, Coach Margaret is available for Skype coaching. And Coach Victoria will continue to train with us. I'll be here. But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Victoria. And we will talk with you soon. To get my help personally, go to AskCraig.net and click on Schedule Coaching and choose the option that works best for you. I do email coaching or Skype. To schedule a coaching with Margaret, click on Margaret on the top of the page and order a Skype with her. For the Knowledge Creative Healing course, click on the link at the top of the page and click Get Started Now.